morning, Adam. How you doing, Jack? I'm doing good today. You know, I'm looking outside and the sun's trying to break through something up there. Maybe it's just Joe for bits. He's he's uh, riding over my house with a with a, a cloud, right? <laughs> Whatever happened to Little Abner? That used to be a comic. I wonder if it's still around. It used to be I a think. comic strip or a comic section. It was pretty good. There a lot of good characters in there. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. I can't you know Joe? You know, know Joe not- Fizbitz? He, he I- walked around for an, uh, uh, literally with a cloud over his head. No matter where he went, he had a cloud over his head. <laughs> Sounds like uh, um, from the Peanuts gang. What was it Pigpen? Right, had yeah. kind of a cloud of dust with them all. It was that was more from just dirt, right? Kind of the same. He had, a, he had a cloud of dust going with them. Kind of reminds me of that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good. They get, you know, I don't know if you read the comics at all. Oh, you don't get the paper, but uh, I do. Yeah. Do you? Well I, the, well, I get the physical paper once a week, yeah, on Sunday, but then I have access to okay. it the other days, you know, electronically. So, but I'll often scan the comic section. Yeah, there's some pretty good ones. A little political over the last several years unfortunately rather than focus on the comics or focusing on the whatever movement they're backing at the time so i like dilbert dilbert's ours and one of my favorites especially from a business standpoint where we just have things that go on and the different confusion and you know the the, the disconnect between management and the engineering department and what happens and just you know things always seem so counter counter do <laughs> whatever productive or always something kind of going on and they're working against each other so there's you know there's a lot of truth to those things though too in terms of what, kind of what happens how people do stuff so this i usually find those pretty amusing too yeah he's he's uh that Dilbert's good there's a lot of good ones don't say on again go off the rails too far so yeah use it's you're going there to get away from other stuff right to kind of just have a have a laugh maybe think a little bit but not yeah not be bombarded with other things you're trying to get away from. That's why you're, you know, you, you have the rest of the paper to read for that. You know, the, the comic should be a safe place, right? That's right. That's how it should be. But it isn't that way all the time, is it? No, not at all. So how have you been otherwise, Adam? Good? Been good. You know, and been thinking a lot about, you know, this this time of year as we're in, we're in February now and um, we've got the looming, looming tax day coming up and, and, talking about disconnects between ownership and employees right um but you know one of the topics i think we want to kind of cover today is talking about kind of getting that feeling that that tax refund feeling that people often get there's that there's that uh uh injection like a shot of dopamine coming in like when you when you buy something right people get all excited about stuff and i remember um it's different for an owner versus a versus a uh employee but i remember my wife and I have had discussions a lot, you know, over the years, and we've been married for uh, over 20 years now, known each other for 25 plus years. And when tax time comes, she often asks, well, how come we're writing checks instead of getting a refund back? All right. Just, mm. you know, because when she grew up, Jack, you know, tax day, April 15th was a, it was a big celebration in her house for her and her three siblings. And, you know, as far back as she can remember, she said, you know, we usually what we do is we get the tax refund. And then mom and dad would take the four kids to the grocery store. Every kid would get their own cart, get your own cart and say, hey, fill it up with whatever you want, right? Whatever cereal, you know, whatever your stuff is that you're always fighting about and you're always having to fight your siblings for. And we don't get this right. So whatever you guys want, 
you each get your own cart to fill up and 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 we'll use our tax refund to kind of to fund that so it was a it was a big deal every year and they, and they looked forward to it it was almost like a like a second christmas type thing jack right it was a big deal <laughs> and i never had those memories at all jack about that kind of stuff and you know uh, you know shannon grew up with parents who had jobs you know her dad was a fireman her mom uh, worked with bureau workers comp as well as some other jobs whereas i grew up with entrepreneurs and so as the new year was getting done, my parents were in the office on New Year's Eve, finishing up the tax year. Usually by the second week of January, my mom was the first one to have all of her stuff into the CPA to make sure things could be filed. And the reason they were doing that, she wanted to know what was the check we had to write in April for either what was due from the prior year or kind of making estimates, but they're trying to plan what the check was that we were going to write in April, not what we were getting back. And it's a different way of looking at it. And, 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 I think the vast majority of folks probably relate more to Shannon's story in terms of growing up, what they had. You know, I don't know what it was like for you growing up, Jack, in terms of did you have a similar kind of tax day stories or how were how are things in the Mancini household when uh, when tax day came? We didn't we didn't celebrate like that. In fact, uh, <laughs> we didn't we didn't celebrate tax day. Those, those monies were uh, funneled through the uh, dark side of the house. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my parents kept it pretty much to themselves. And uh, I remember something closely aligning this. You know, they, I had an aunt who, she, she was uh, doing very well, you know, and, and this goes back now, because I'm an old guy. So it, uh, uh, she, she died and there was an inheritance uh, for, for us. We got like $20,000, you know, the family did. That was big money, you know. I mean, that was big time money. Both my parents worked jobs, and and uh, you know, we weren't rich by any stretch of anyone's imagination. So, but we got this this inheritance check. My dad had a car that was an old Hudson. It was uh, just a you know a rambling car, and he basically went up to a used car lot the next day. And he bought a car. He bought a car for $10,000 or maybe equivalent of $10,000. And, you know, there, there was, I, I remember the arguments that came because of that, <laughs> but I don't remember an annual. Uh, uh, the battle you know, of food, huh? Okay. That's right. So, and it took me a while, you know, to go through college and a little while, probably sooner than that. But I, I realized that. Uh, that's not the way you handle that money. You basically, you know, prepare your taxes in a way that allows you to have to write a check at the end of the season. And basically, you don't want to give the government money for your, uh, you know, because you aren't paying attention to it. You're giving your money to the government, and then you're asking for it back in April uh, versus Take that money and don't give it to the government. Use it for whatever, you know, draw a little interest on it if there ever is such a thing again. But uh, uh, do that, you know. But, you know, I think most people most people will do closer to what Shannon's uh, household does. Celebrate the fact that you got a nice refund check. And you don't think about the fact that you're saving that. <laughs> Spend that money in a bag every every week or every payday. So... Well, yes, so, there are so, better so, ways to do it. Well, there are, and, and part of what we want to talk about again, this is this is geared towards towards small business owners, and the idea of trying to have that kind of they, they, the topic for today is try to get that 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 tax refund feeling more often, right? So again, they aren't getting it in April, but there are other ways to get it, and 
And you know, a big way to get that is is having draws or distributions during the course of the year, where you're able to take money out, depending how how things are kind of going. But let me go. Let's go back to the, the mentality for a second in terms of how, how things are thought about. So, you know, for an employee, I mean, when you first sign up, you, you you know, as an employee, you fill a bunch of paperwork out. But one of the paperwork things you're filling out talks about, um, you know, how many withholdings you want to have. You know, and, you know, as you're filling out paperwork that tells the government how much money that, that, that they should withhold. And you have options there in terms of how much. You have them withheld, right? People will, will, will withhold more or less or, or what have you. When you own a business, you don't have the same kind of things, Jack. You have to kind of make estimated tax payments usually quarterly. So you're trying to estimate kind of what it's what's owed every year, right? So you're, you're paying taxes too, but you're doing it a different way. You're having to kind of plan it out a little bit. And so what happens is, yeah, so every paycheck gets, you know, money gets taken out <laughs> if you're an employee. And, and what's happening to your point, Jack, it's, it's getting put over in these little these little bags over here, right? And, you know, what happens is it's rare that they don't put enough money aside where they also they have to pay money. It's money's coming back to them. And so, yeah, if you think about it, what you're doing is you're giving the, the government, you might say, look, I, I don't trust myself, Jack, to put that money aside in, in an account so I can pay those taxes down the road. So I'm going to give it to you, government. You hold on to it for me. That way, you know, you know. Hopefully I give you a little too much and you give, you, you'll give some back to me at the end of the year. And I, and I don't know what it's going to be. It's like, again, it's like Christmas morning, Jack, because I'm not sure what the number is going to be, but I'm hoping it's a big number, right? And, and uh, but again, it, it, you're taking your money and you're giving it, to, giving it to the government, saying that they're a better steward for your money than you are. That's the message. That's, that's exactly how the thinking goes. Well, that's I don't want to be bothered. Yet. I don't want to be bothered by this stuff. You know, I'll just do this and see what happens at the end of the year, like you say. Well, if it's, if it's framed that way, though, Jack, I mean, would the people, I don't think most people think about it that way, that, hey, I, I, I'm, I'm viewing the government as being a better steward of my money and my resources than, than I am. And if you gave people the option, would, you know, would, would 99 out of 100 say, well, no, that's not, that's not the case. So you kind of, if you point out to them what's happening, I, I think that's education. Now, again, it comes back to, again, we know people, you know, don't like numbers, you know, don't like dealing with money, Jack. It's part of what we, we, we teach and help our clients understand is, you know, understand their numbers, you know, as part of this, you know, part of running the business. And as an owner, you're forced to kind of deal with that stuff. But as an employee, you can, you can kind of put your head in the sand, Jack, not to worry about these kind of things. So from an owner standpoint, yeah, you know, you, you, you are paying taxes during the course of the year, but again, you're trying to estimate what they're going to be. With the idea that hey, it's usually it's a high five when you're writing a check, a high five. But again, you're happier that you're writing a check come April than getting a check back. Because if you get a check back, it's I gave him too much, Jack. Right? I gave him too much. I messed up this year, right? And so, I think in the the, the almost twenty years we've been we've been partners, I think I've had to write a check. I think I've got a check back once in twenty years. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah, you know, I wasn't real happy. It's just oh, we got it's a it was a mistake or you know. The estimate was off, right? Again, because because it's like any other estimates, Jack. Estimates are estimates. They're kind of your That's best. That's what estimates, it is. Right? That's so, right. So, so you want to get it to where maybe you're, you're close to zero, but again, you want to say, I, I want to estimate it right yeah, and kind of doing that. So if if you're in that mindset and, and you're doing that, part of what happens during the course of the year is you can start to take monies out and get distribution. That's usually how the taxes get paid too. It's, you know, it's m- money comes out of the company. You have to you know, pay your taxes, but you can also pay yourself as part of that too. And those are nice little, again, I'm calling it kind of, it's that, that, that jolt of, of adrenaline or dopamine, you know, kind of get you all excited when you, when you, you get to pull money out of the business, Jack. It's, you know, it's a nice thing. And so the, the opportunity had that kind of tax refund high and experience and feeling multiple times during the course of the year is, is very, very possible if you're planning things out and seeing what's kind of going on. So you can have that multiple times. Now, we've talked on the show before about this a little bit, but I think it's a good time to talk about as well, Jack, 
most owners are usually kind of grumpy come April time frame, right? And you know, it's not because they're paying taxes, it's usually because they're they're getting surprises sometimes. We see that where you know the, the, the owner doesn't know what the tax bill is going to be for a little while. And they get notice in that first week or two of April that they got a big tax bill due. So they get a little grumpy, Jack. Well, the key, the key to what you, you just said was planning. You know, it's not that difficult to plan. Plan ahead and you know, understand what your income will be probably by the end of the year and what the tax on that will be. We get some pretty good estimates of that. And and so you make sure that you don't overpay your taxes to get them back only to get them back again by the government. Uh, pay your fair share, as they like to say, whatever that means. And, you know, you, you don't need those big surprises. And I agree, we get some, we've had some pretty big shockers with, with clients all, all of a sudden have to pay a big bill, six figure numbers, you know, for them. And, and, uh, yeah, that doesn't put them into a mood. Grumpy isn't quite the right word to, uh, <laughs> how, how, how strong grumpy's not strong enough jack what what words no. <laughs> pissed off going through the ceiling ready to kind of tackle somebody oh yeah you don't about. talk to him you don't talk to him for a week <laughs> just let him go have a big punching bag somewhere where they can work on it but it uh yeah it, it, there's no need for that and you know you can structure your your company and uh you know to basically give you the advantage of of being able to control that. So, yes, I agree. And it's a good feeling, you know, look at, look at the, uh, this year, the PPP program, the payroll protection, what was that? PPP. Yeah. Payroll protection program. That's PPP. right. Program. Uh, look <laughs> at the feeling there when you're getting free cash. That's how it was referred to now, except for now the, the taxes are coming due on other stuff and inflation that uh, was cranked up. And that's, that's another story. But, uh, you know, the feeling is a great feeling when you get cash unexpectedly. Maybe that's why most people don't do it. They don't want to know for sure. They want to be surprised. So and then they are surprised. And when it's negative, forget about them. You know, right. I hate the world. So. It's like putting together that Christmas list and then the presents are wrapped. You're hoping that so you aren't quite sure. So it's the anticipation of kind of, hey, what's it going to be? I kind of, kind of peek it up and look and, hey, what's what's in there, Jack? Is it something good? You know, yeah, I'm going to guess most owners listening to this, if you've been in business for a few years, you probably had maybe one of those tax surprises. And maybe it wasn't a positive tax surprise. In fact, maybe you had to go borrow money to pay your taxes, as silly as that sounds. And, and you often make that mistake once, Jack, right? And part of why we like to share some of these stories here is we want to make sure people don't make those mistakes or they can help avoid those mistakes. And there's ways to do it. And as you said, the planning is a big part of this. And so, you know, one of the things that, that we that we teach our clients is, is forecasting cash flow. That's our uh, part of our seven keys to success. That's, that, that's key number six, Jack. And it's forecasting out the cash needs of the business and knowing you're gonna have positive cash. And so part of what you would do, and we look at trying to get a 90 day or th you know, three month view of that. So if we're sitting here in February, we're looking out, that tax day is right there in the middle of that. You know, it's, it's about 60 days out from, from now, right? And so um, you should know what's going on. You should have something plugged in there. Hey, money's going out or whatever it might be, but it's, it, it's in your plan. And how does it look? And so if you're looking now and you see there's a little hole, hey, I don't have enough cash to cover my taxes. Okay, well, I got a couple months to figure out how to pay for that, Jack. I got hey. some time, right? You know, and you know, if you look at that, or, or hey, if also you're, you're, you're guessing you're, you're going to get a refund, right? Okay, well, if you're an owner and you, and, and, and you get a refund of, of 20 grand, okay, well, 
What could you have used that 20 grand for last year in your business? What could you have invested in instead of giving it to the government to hold on to you for, for six months or nine months, right? So it's those kind of things. And it's that kind of mentality. It's a little different mentality in terms of just looking at cash, cash flow. How does it work? And how do you, again, you know, um, we like small business because you, you, you can get those multiple elations of feelings, you know, positive feelings with, you know, taking some monies out as, you know, as things are going well. If things are going well, that's the way you start to kind of celebrate that. If things aren't going well, you don't put your head in the sand, though, and keep taking money out because at some point you got to pay, you, you, you know, you got to pay for it. But uh, it's a whole different mindset, a whole different mindset. And so if you're, you know, if you're not a business owner, you know, some business owners, again, you may be high-fiving come April, but they aren't going to necessarily be high-fiving. They're going to be having a different view on it. Maybe we want to give you a little insight in terms of why that's the case um, for those owners, because it's, it's a different way of looking at stuff in terms of how they want to forecast their cash flow. And well, we, we know we know from our coaching that, that most small business owners don't like to run the numbers and run the company by the numbers. So these kinds of things, these kinds of things being where you know, you're getting, you're, you're getting refunds. You're, you know, you're, you're, your company is blindly throwing money at, at something that you don't have to do it with better planning and a little bit of discipline. And, you know, we, and it all comes down to embracing the numbers, meaning the profit and loss and the balance sheet and understand how all these, these reports come together and use those to forecast the business and one of the items, the big items can be, especially if you're making profits or losses, but profits especially, is you're going to have to pay taxes on these. And it's going to be pretty quick. It's not going to be six years, 10 years from now. You're going to have to pay them like this day. And if you haven't been doing that, looking at it, looking ahead just at least a year, um, you're going to have problems. And they aren't going to be comfortable. They aren't going to be fun. If you've been, you know, it, it blows the... It blows the, the air out of the balloon, you know, being all of a sudden you're, you're having a great profitable year and here comes the tax bill due on that. Good Lord, you know, people have gotten really upset over that. They don't want to pay taxes, you know, it's a human thing. <laughs> no, intellectually, we all agree we need to pay some taxes, but uh, it's always too high. Well, it's, it's different too, the, the, the mentality. If it's coming out of your paycheck, Jack, before you see it, you don't necessarily, you aren't thinking about it as much because you're, you're just seeing what goes in your bank account. Your point though, with the, you know, with the business, it comes in as a gross number, right? The taxes haven't come out of it yet. So all of a sudden you have to write checks so you have to pay those taxes. And so usually the, the checks you're writing for those taxes are bigger numbers. You know, you aren't writing, you know, a couple hundred dollar check for it. You may be writing one with a couple extra zeros from that, right? Maybe it's $20,000 check or... Or it could be your point could be six figure checks. And so those, again, you don't necessarily smile as you're writing those checks. Yeah. You don't necessarily <laughs> feel good about them, but it's, you know, it's kind of how it's done. So it's, I guess, doing it once a quarter, as opposed to doing it every week or every couple of weeks is, you know, maybe that's okay too. That's part of it. Um, but yeah, it's kind of getting that, get that mindset down in terms of, yeah, that's part of it. You know, as, as much as people want to say that, that, that they can help you avoid paying taxes again, you have to pay taxes. Yeah, there, 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 there's there's legal ways to, to help to reduce your tax burden. But again, if you're making profits, that's just part of it. That's part of it. That's part of it's okay. It's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but it's it, it's again it's in terms of the the mood and the how things are how things are going. 
it's a very different mindset. And it's an, again, an, uh, come back to our earlier discussion here, like about Dilbert and the, and the break between management or ownership and, and employees. There, there are different ways that people look at stuff and paying taxes is a big deal. So instead of getting all excited about getting that extra paycheck in April, like people get excited about because they got their tax refund, you know, the owners aren't happy about that. They'll take those extra paychecks, Jack, during the course of the year. I'll take, you know, if we're, if we're having a good, a good court, I'll take some, you know, I'll take a, take a, a distribution, you know, so I'll, I'll, I'll do that when it makes sense for me, you know, from that standpoint. So yeah, it's a, you're in control. Well, go on. Go on. No, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different mindset, not good or bad. It's a, it's a different mindset. If you're new to ownership, keep that in mind too. Uh, yeah. That's, that's one of the nice benefits of having, you know, you can decide how to pay your taxes and, you know, and, and, and do it in a way that's going to be different than maybe you've been used to. In the past. Yeah, that's good advice, Adam. That's very true. It's the way it should be done. That's why they have business coaches out there telling people how to do it, showing them what cash flow statements uh, can do, how that can empower you and, and reduce a lot of stress in your life. So that's, that's key. And people are more and more aware of that today than ever before. So. Yes, the big gleeful feeling of getting a, a tax refund. Uh, it goes counterintuitive to what you should be doing. You should be mourning. You should be mourning that I got a big refund check. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to do that next year. I'm going to have to write a check next year. Because <clears throat> well, I've used this money. I've had the good time already. I had that feeling already. Uh, and I'm doing it under control. So that's the big, that's the big difference. So get that plan down and maybe what happens is maybe you got the tax payments going out and then, you know, you also adjust for that where you take some distributions as well. So maybe once a quarter you're taking, you're, you're giving yourself an extra paycheck, you know, give yourself that, that tax refund feeling as a business owner by taking distributions out of your business every, every quarter or so. So you can have those because it's important to, to kind of celebrate and enjoy it too, right? You shouldn't be all grumpy and, and, and upset all the time, Jack, right? But, uh, you know, you, you want to enjoy, enjoy yourself, enjoy the ride too as part of this. That's right. That's how it should be. <clears throat> Excellent. Okay. All right. So that's our show for today. Again, talking about cash flow, especially from a tax standpoint. How is you? How do you, as an owner, get that kind of tax refund feeling more often? You know, you know, maybe maybe get it back or going back to maybe what your childhood was like to have some of those those good memories. And so we wanted to kind of cover that today. Um, if you missed any of our prior shows, you can get them all at our website, dirtysecretsofsmallbusiness.com. Uh, uh, this is episode 302, so we have 301 other episodes that are up there. They're all, um, for the most part, uh, stand the test of time. So they aren't you know, specific to a particular uh, topic going on. You know, let, let's say they, they stand the test of time for small businesses. They'll be help you from that standpoint. So if you like what you heard here, you can go check them all out there. Um, there's an episodes uh, button on on the site, you can go search. Um, uh, if you have a certain question or, or topic you're searching for, just type that in the search box and it'll come back with episodes that kind of cover that topic. If for some reason you can't find uh, uh, episodes that have covered that topic, send that along to us. You can email us at radio at maximumvp.com or give us a call 877-849-0670. Be happy to answer the question for you directly or we can put together a show like we did today and be able to answer the question for not only you, but, but, but also for our audience. If you have a smart device, we suggest you uh, subscribe to the show, whatever podcast player you use, whether it's iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it might be. If you look up Dirty Secrets of Small Business, you can subscribe to the show. We usually drop our uh, new episodes every Thursday. And so it'll get delivered right to your smartphone and it's right there for you. You can kind of you know, get caught up on everything. So 
So that's what we got for you for today. Uh, thanks again for joining us, and we'll be talking with you all next week. See you, Adam. Bye-bye, people.